Hey, welcome to the Healing She Got Faith show. I am Lily. I am the founder of Healing She Got Faith, and I am the host of the Healing She Got Faith talk show. Healing She Got Faith is an organization that was created for adults who are dealing with grief and or on their self-love journey. During this talk show, we talk about grief, healing, self-love, but overall, we are encouraging you to love you the way you love the world okay so we thank you all for tuning in hey happy monday welcome back and if you are new here thank you so much i'm so happy that you checked us out today oh my goodness so yeah we're here we're at the end of december (laughs) we are at the end of december 2022 is gone this is the last monday of 2022 and we're here um 2022 was just i don't know i think it was very humbling for the most part i think 2022 was just one of those years where everybody just kind of had life lessons And everybody just kind of had realizations, wake-up calls, awakenings, just things of that nature. And so um, I'm quite excited to see what 2023 is going to bring. But also, too, like, I'll be honest, like, I have stopped trying to wait till the first of the year to figure out, like, what is it that I want for my next step, for a new beginning, for things like that. And if, like, the first of the year is, like, your time to reset, like, kudos to you. I know I'm just lazy and so like I have to find myself like in the energy like where I will push forward if I wait I'll lose it so but um I am excited for 2023 I'm still trying to figure out like what is life what is it gonna look like what steps and flows are we going with and stuff like that but nevertheless we're here we're at the end so we have, what is it, four days left of 2022. So I think this is such a big thing to, I mean, it's a big accomplishment. As we've seen in the last couple of years, like tomorrow is not promised. And some people did not make it to the end of the year. And, you know, as sad as that is, you know, being grateful for the present moment and being grateful for where we are and just being grateful, like, hey, I made it here. So, I'm definitely sending you love and gratitude and passion and energy and love and healing and prayers Um, because I know some of us just really need it. And with this being the end of the year, what the future holds is so questionable. And so, yeah, happy Monday. (laughs) So let's go ahead and jump right into our check in. How do I feel? Um... I feel that um, I really just need to take a break and I really just need to figure things out. Um, I've been reflecting a lot on 2022 and really just giving myself kudos for the things that I've done because I have worked extremely hard. And like I said last week, even though I don't see the fruits of the labor, it doesn't mean that there isn't any. It just means that I haven't seen them yet. And so just really figuring out what it is. I have taken the month of December to just sit with myself and figure it out. I've been in a couple of social media challenges, which those have been really fun and keeping me accountable. 
Um, I have one that I'm doing publicly and one that I'm doing in a private group, which those have been extremely fun. So I'm excited to actually one of them just ended today, maybe. No, no, no. It's ending in a couple days. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, um, getting, getting ahead of myself. <laughs> so yeah. Um, just been really sitting with myself and just embracing myself. I mean, like sitting with my body, sitting with my curls, sitting with like just things that I'm doing, my writing, my journaling, my dogs, just, you know, being proud of myself. Cause I don't think I've ever actually like sat down and just been like, Lisa, like I'm proud of you. And I think like, it's important for us to do that with ourselves, not just with the people that we love, but like definitely with ourselves. And so just really embracing it. My life just looks different, you know, family, still single, still no kids, still by myself, like (laughs) still looking for friends. So I think that um, I just really just need to take a break and reset I think it's easy to say like, oh, like you're resting here, you're resting there, but actually like take the time not to have anything to worry about. And so um, this hiatus and sabbatical is really, really important, especially, um, I mean, to be honest, we only got a couple of weeks left of it anyway. So like just to really take a couple of days to just not do anything and, or not even not to do anything, but just to do things that I enjoy and invest that time on myself and finish a couple of things because I I'm doing two sabbaticals I'm doing like a business sabbatical where I don't have I'm not interrupted by any clients or any partnerships or anything like that but I'm also doing like a rest sabbatical so yeah yeah okay so yeah so that is my check-in I just really just need to you know take the break and really embrace it Let's go ahead and move on to our icebreaker. So if you are new here, our icebreaker is I will pull an affirmation card. I will read it. And we do this whether it is with the guests, whether it is here, whether it's at a professional development conference. I always bring affirmation cards, read it. We say if it resonates with us, why or why not? So I have a pretty new deck of cards. It is Healing Grief Card Deck uh, by David Kessler. So it's three parts to it. Your response to loss, understanding grief and healing. I was reading the directions on how you're supposed to. I'm not doing it that way. Um, but <laughs> but I did pick a card from each section. So we'll go ahead and read it. So the first card is your response to loss. Painful as it is, we all learn and loss. Through this, what have you learned about life and yourself? Pain, um, there is a lot of pain and loss, and I've lost a lot of things. I lost my childhood home. I've lost both my parents. I've lost a best friend, and then I've lost multiple relationships, multiple friendships. I mean, even in the last couple of weeks, I was just cutting people off because I just, I can't do it no more. There's just certain things I just can't do it, and the type of friend and the type of passion that I am, I just can no longer settle for anything less than what um, I'm giving out. And so what have I learned about life and yourself? About life, I've learned that literally nothing is promised. Everything has an expiration date. And I think that's hard because I think growing up and I think, um, especially to women, like we're always taught about our forevers and we're always taught to think about like everything lasts a lifetime and forever and ever, you know, and nothing is forever. Um, The only thing that is guaranteed is death like honestly like that is one thing no matter where you are at 
there will be death, whether that's a physical death, a death of a relationship, a death of a job. I mean, at some point it is going to end. Nothing lasts forever. And so I think that's important to know. What have I learned about myself? I lack a lot of boundaries. I have a lot of expectations of people. I have learned that I am terrible because I suppress my emotions as much as I am in tune with myself and as much as I um, cater to my mind, body, and soul, I do not feel safe enough to express when I am really hurt. I do not feel safe to express it with certain people. I do not have very many environmental places where I feel safe enough. So that leads to me suppressing it. And that is something that I want to work on. That is something that I need to create the safe spaces for me to be able, because I no longer want to suppress. So life is short and everything has an expiration date. Nothing is forever. And for myself, like I need to be more disciplined. I need to be more in tune with my boundaries and I need to find and create safe spaces for me to be able to express when I'm hurt. Because I, I just shut down at this point. I've always been like that. It's not at this point. I've always been that person. <laughs> okay, second card, understanding grief. Your grief is real because the love was real. Do not doubt your grief. Do not let it be minimized. The intensity of the grief is there because of the intensity of love. I am such a lover, y'all. Like, I love love. I love seeing people thrive. I love seeing people be happy. I love seeing people... I just love love like I, a genuine love is so beautiful to me a genuine person who just believes in you sees you wants you to be happy like I just think that is so beautiful and in today's age we just lack that like nobody gives a fuck about anybody else like we literally just care about ourselves and I think there's a balance in that I think there's a great balance in what it is that you need what it is that they need and just things of that nature so um you know, your grief is real because the love was real. And I think that's a really good message for me because I authentically just love people. Like I love success, happiness, all of that. Okay. And then part three, healing, just as you cherish their presence, now love them in their absence. This is the biggest lesson in grief that I learned. Like I learned that just because someone dies, it doesn't mean the relationship ends. It means that there's a new relationship. So that doesn't quite go well with like people who haven't died. So like when we talk about grief beyond death, I don't think this lesson actually goes well with that. I don't think there's a new relationship. Like if you break up with somebody or if you have a friendship breakup, I don't think there's a new relationship with that. Like that literally just died and it just, you just need closure from yourself to know that that's that. But when we're talking about somebody who has physically died, I think that when like when people are alive, we cherish them and we love them. And in their absence, we should do the same. Like we do stuff in their memory. We do stuff um, for their legacy. We continue to show up. I know a lot of people do balloon releases or celebrate their birthdays, even though they're not here. Like I told y'all on the days that they have died I or, or on their birthdays, I do something in their memory. And so I think, you know, cherishing them and knowing that just because they left this earth doesn't mean they left you. So, yes. Okay, that was our icebreaker. Okay, cards. Okay, get deep with us in the first. It ain't even 15 minutes of this episode. <laughs> get deep already, okay? All right. So today's topic is ended the year without my loved one. 
And so, as you all know, we are in the series Grieving as an Adult. And so, this episode, we're going to talk about ending the year without the ones we love. This is a hard topic. This is hard because maybe you just lost somebody. And so, let me set the stage. For this particular episode, we are directly talking about death. We're not talking about grief beyond death. We are talking about the physical loss of our loved ones. And so we grow up and we're so used to our loved ones being there. We have traditions, we have birthdays, we have holidays, we have daily routines that we did. And then one day all of that stops. All of that stops and we are left to figure out this new normal. As we move forward, a lot of times we feel guilt, like I'm not supposed to be doing this without them. Like if I do this, I'm going to forget them. If I forget them, nobody's going to remember them. And it turns into a rabbit hole of you beating yourself up. Okay. I think there's duality. And I talked about this in a couple couple weeks ago, a couple episodes ago, because I ran into a childhood friend and she was like, 2022 taught me that there is duality and everything. And we can be sad and blessed at the same time. And so when we think about grief, when we think about loss, we can cherish our loved ones in their absence and still move on. We can be proud of ourselves, but be sad that they're not here. When I bought my house, when I bought my building, when I opened my business, when I graduated from grad school, I was excited. I, I was thoroughly excited. I was proud of myself. But I cried because I wanted mom and dad to be there. I wanted my parents to be there. So at the same time that I was elated, I was devastated. There's duality in that. I never imagined growing up without them. And I never imagined that I would be 31 without my parents. I'm tearing up talking about it. Um... There is, there is pain in that. There is pain in realizing that they will never be at your wedding. They will never meet your grand. If I ever have a wedding, if I ever have kids, they will never be there. Much like myself, I did not have grandparents growing up. And when I think about if I ever have kids, I'm thinking about, yeah, I am really crying right now. <laughs> um, I'm thinking about, um that my kids will never have grandparents. And I have prayed many nights for God to give me a man and a husband that has active parents who will love me and love our kids because I want to give my kids grandparents. But also too, and this is a little off subject from today's topic, I've also become okay with like maybe my desire to have a man and to love somebody and to be a mother and to be a wife the love in my body may not be for that. It may be for something else. And so as I think about my parents and as I think about I'm entering yet another year without them, I am thinking that I honestly cannot believe that I'm, I have moved on without them. I don't know how I have done it. And like I said at the beginning of the show, death is the only thing that is promised in this world. Like, 
at some point, we all know that we are going to die. And at some point, we realize that we have to become okay with that. And that's why it's important to really cater to your mind, body, and soul because at one point, we're going to be a memory and that's it. So as I end this year, another year without my parents, another year without my friend, another year without the love that I've dreamed of, another year without the career I dreamed of, another year without just everything I imagined my life to be, I am sitting here trying to be happy about it, but also give myself the grace to know that I have the right to grieve and to know that I am grieving even though I'm celebrating. And as I've talked about in this series, Grieving as an Adult, and as I talked about in the Grief Healing and Holiday series, we have to give ourselves permission to grieve. And we have to know that once a griever, always a griever. We have to know that our body will naturally grieve because our bodies have a biological clock. And at the same time, we will have some of the best days of our lives and we will have some of the worst days of our lives. But at the end of the day, like we still have a life as long as we have breath in our body. And as I'm coming up, I think one of the hardest things that I've struggled with, especially since my mom dying, is like closing chapters. Closing chapters and being okay with that this life, um, there has to come an ending. And it almost makes me like not want to be like committed or close to anything because you're just going to leave. You're just going to die. Like, what are we doing? Um, but I come here on, you know, December 26th and I come here and I have episode 50 and I am thinking about how we're ending the year without our loved ones and what does that look like and how many adults struggle with that how many adults are scared to walk into the next season because they've lost they've had so much loss how many adults don't have a safe space to be able to to give themselves permission or how many adults have suppressed everything that they've ever felt because of all the loss how many people are scared because of loss how many people don't even know who they are because grief stole that from them and i think in these last couple of days of 2022, we just really need to sit with ourselves and figure that out. Even if you're a wife, even if you're single, even if you're a husband, if you have kids, if you have one kid or 10 kids, if you're a musician, if you're a construction worker, I believe that as adults, we have to sit here and really think about what it is that is stopping us and what has grief stole from us. Because I know that they're not here. And I know that you thought life would look so different. And I know that you have held in so many tears because you felt that you had to be strong. And you felt that you really had to be the breadwinner, the superhero. And I know you felt that you had to be supernatural. But I'm here to tell you that in these last couple of days, don't feel that way. Allow your body to cry. Allow your body to see what it is that you need to see, because I believe that you deserve to be just as happy. And I believe that you deserve to be healed. And I believe that you deserve to be in a place where 
you can know that you're grieving and be okay with that. I know they were supposed to be here. I know they weren't supposed to die that young. I know that life was not supposed to look like this. When I think about how both my parents died, I think about how the fuck did that happen to them? How? I think about like my dad died of a heart attack. And I think about how many people had like bypass heart surgery or whatever it's called and survived. Why couldn't he? I think about my mom dying from a car crash. Like how many people survive car crashes? How come she couldn't survive? And I think about how I used to pray over my parents and how I used to just have this such a strong relationship with God because I just knew he would always protect us. And when it didn't happen, how instead of the spiritual people around me supporting me, they just told me to keep praying. And nobody talks about the real of like when you can't pray, like what is an intercessor? Like what is a community? And how like we just always like to throw around like, well, God got you. Like, yeah, we know that. But God also know he created humans and he created you to do something other than just pray. Um, Praying is no longer enough. Okay, I know it sounds cute, but and does it work? Yes. Is it the end all be all? No. Um, That's another subject for another day. (laughs) And I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before. So go back and listen. Um. But giving yourself permission to feel that, allowing yourself to be angry, allowing yourself to be in the place that you need to be to move forward. I thought that by this age, I would have at least a boyfriend, but that ain't here. I thought maybe I would have a kid. I'm not too mad that I don't have kids, to be honest with you. I'm actually happy that I don't have kids, but at least a relationship at least a long-term, committed, healthy, loving relationship. I thought that, you know, my dad would be here, and I thought that we would have um, just family traditions. You know, I thought I'd be able to cook a little bit better, be a little bit more financially stable. And so as I'm coming to the conclusion of 2022 and I'm reflecting on the things that I want and I know I'm working towards, I'm also giving myself the grace to be like, you are still very hurt from your parents' death. One of the reasons that I started therapy a couple years ago is because I had a lot of unresolved grief. And I had a lot of grief that I just didn't know what to do. And and it wasn't helping me. It was hurting me. And it was putting me in a position to where I wasn't a lovely person. I didn't even want to be around myself because I was so distraught with what my life had become. And on the outside, my life may not look that different, but on the inside, I was hearing, I don't even know, I guess I was falling apart on the inside because I longed for so much. I longed for love. And as I went on this healing journey and I'm understanding my relationship with my parents and I'm understanding like what it was that like my mom went through and why I didn't receive the type of love that I needed from my parents and giving my parents grace for doing what they could with what they had and just giving myself grace for, you know, like I always used to just call myself like I was the bad child. I was the problem child and giving myself grace and like, Lisa, you were not bad. Like you are not the worst thing in the world. Like you're okay. (laughs) Um, And so I think with that, knowing that 
I have to give myself space. And I know I keep saying that. And I know I've said that in the last episode. But honestly, this is where we're at with it. And so, um, I know it hurts that they're not here. And I know it hurts that life didn't give you what you needed. And I know it hurts that you thought you would be a lot further. And I know it hurts that you thought you would have matching pajamas. And maybe you thought that kid would be turning seven this year, or maybe you thought that fiance would now be your husband and maybe he passed away or maybe he left you, or maybe you thought your parents would be celebrating their 25th anniversary this year. And unfortunately they're both not here. So I know it hurts and I know like ending the year without them is painful, but what I'm here to tell you is that you're not alone. Yes, life looks different, but there was a movie. I think it's from P.S. John or P.S. I Love You. I think it's P.S. I Love You. And there's a quote, and I remember this from like high school. And it says, if we all feel alone, then at least in that, we know we're not alone. And that quote always stuck to me because I think a lot of times we oftentimes feel like nobody understands and we oftentimes feel like nobody would get it. But I love that quote because it says, well, if we all feel alone, then at least in that, we know we're not the only ones. And so I want to leave you with that. If you feel like you are missing somebody and you are really hurt that they are not here and you have to end this year without them, then I want you to hear me and I want you to hear me loud and clear. You are not alone in that. And if we all feel that way, then in that know that you have a village who stands behind you. And I am sending you a happy new year. I'm sending you love, healing, permission to grieve, a hug, a laugh. And I want you to know that there is a community and a village that is with you, standing with you. We will cry with you. We will hug you. We will laugh. We'll drink some wine, drink some water, eat some chips, ice cream with you. We are here for you. And so in that, know that you're not alone. Okay. I really do love you guys. Alrighty. So that was the episode today's affirmation is I now understand duality is real. I can miss my loved ones and still move on to my next step in life. They are forever with me. I now understand duality is real. I can miss my loved ones and still move on to my next step in life. They are forever with me. So take this affirmation with you into the new year. Keep it by your bedside. Keep it on your phone keep it with you. You can also go on social media and check out the graphics I posted today. They will be there. Save it to your phone. Save it as a screensaver. Um, and housekeeping, the blog is still going to go up. Um, so the blog is every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central. HealingSheGotFaith.com slash blog. You can catch me here next year. On this Monday, not this Monday, but next Monday, um, at 3 p.m. Central, we will forever be here. If you want to check out older episodes, just go to healingshegotfaith.com slash talk show, hy- oh, talk hyphen show. So, or you can just go to healingshegotfaith.com and click on talk show. If you want um, an end all be all link, you can just go to healingshegotfaith.com slash links. has all the social medias you can follow us on and then every 
podcast platform that we are on. So, yes, yeah, I want to wish you a very happy new year. I want to wish you the best ending of 2022 that I can. The best happy new year of 2023. We are in this together. Let's get it. I love you, but I want you to love you the way you love the world because you are worthy. All right, y'all. I'll catch you next year. Happy new year.